Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Well, I've got nothing. No? I've just woken up, so yeah, I'm um a bit out of it. Yeah, it is early in the morning, so I can understand. Well, actually, it's quite late at night for me. Hmm. Oh, well, that's unusual. I was just at work all night on Saturday night, and I'm a bit screwed around with my sleep schedule now. Did you do that for fun? Is that what you do on a Saturday night for fun down in Canberra? Yep, just go out, sit around and work, do stuff. Very cool. Then come home and not sleep, and then sleep at a really weird hour. I did yard work yesterday. Yard work? Well, you have you have a yard, so I guess uh, I have. Yeah. I guess you got to do yard almost, work. Yeah, I have almost three acres here, and uh, I. How big is an acre? I don't actually know. It's uh, it's about a third the size of my property. Uh, <laughs> okay. That gives you some idea. Yep. Yeah, that's all I know about acres. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got three of mm-hmm. them. That's what I know. But okay, uh, we're surrounded by woods, and in a lot of the storms, we've had some trees come down. One of them came down across the driveway. I think I might have mentioned that on the podcast before. Those fuckers. Yeah, I know. Pine tree. Big bloody pine tree. Like ripped out of the ground. Impressive. It's the winds, you know? The winds and the snow. But uh, so what did you do with it? I took my new chainsaw that I purchased and I cut it into little pieces. And I'll do that to you too if you fuck with me, Luke. Well, I'm not going to come visit you then. Okay, the threats have started So you have early. to come to... Yeah, if you're going to do that, you have to come to Australia and do it. They have extradition laws in Australia? They do, uh, but mm. I don't think you can just extradite someone that you don't like to um, to come to your country <laughs> and, so that you can kill them. I Although, was more thinking if I chopped them up with a chainsaw, would they would they send me back to face you know charges in Australia from America? And, oh, sure. uh, and then I realised that's ridiculous, of course they would. Yes. Mm. But have- you're, also tr- you're also thinking that you would... Be able to come here, chop me up into little pieces, and then be able to escape back to I'm America. I'm pretty sure extradition laws don't protect you in the case of <laughs> axe murdering. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're good if you want to, you know, sodomize a child, Roman Polanski style, but not yeah. if you want to murder somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It's a white collar crime, Matt. Hmm. We talked about this before that the reason that he, uh, mm. the reason they won't. Send him back is because is not because they think it's nice that he did that and that you know they're proud of him and everything. It's because France will not extradite a French citizen to any country or state within a country. Oh, with the death penalty. With the death penalty. Yeah, yeah. Well, California's wrapping that up soon, guys. So, uh, so well, that's what I mean. Reeling so maybe, back in. Maybe his time has come. Interesting. Yes. We'll we'll keep you posted. <laughs> we sure will. <laughs> Oh, you can bet that when that happens, we'll talk about it for sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. We will report on his very first prison rape when he would get a <laughs> Hammurabi-style eye-for-an-eye judgment. Yeah. Or in yeah, this case, do well. a dick for a dick. He will not do well. Would any of us do well in jail? <laughs> I meant more, more because of his cr- the nature of his crimes. I guess it depends on what we do, Luke. Yeah, I mean, we're not saying that, like, oh, well, he'll be all right if on his first day he walks up to the biggest motherfucker there and punches him in the face just to show him who's boss. sorted that out. (laughs) I'm saying they're going to be like, that's Roman Polanski. Let's let's get him. That's all. Yeah, but we go to jail. If I go to jail, they're going to go, look at him. He can't do anything to stop me. He's now my bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and then you would be like, all right, fine. Let's get through this. 
Yeah. Yeah, you'd go limp. You'd have an endo with a gin and a- <laughs> Have an endo, gin, go limp, yeah. ask for some socks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Feet are cold. Agreed. Yeah, you don't want to get cold feet oh. while you're getting sodomized. Uh-huh. As my grandpa <laughs> always used to say. <laughs> Too late at that point. <laughs> um, <laughs> Too we've got some follow up. Yeah, exactly. We've got some follow up. Speaking of sodomy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we talked the other week about how Timoth- Timothy Oliphant was adamant that they will never, never get around to making the Deadwood film. I think his exact words uh, were, then, won't fucking happen. Yeah. And then, uh, and now there is, it's been some news that maybe they're going to start shooting it in October. So, so could it just be that people don't like Tim? Well, and then when <laughs> yeah, he said that, they well, fuck him. that guy. Luke, you <laughs> may be onto something here because, um, if you could all go to the photo that Matt pasted in here in this article <laughs> and just tell me if you notice something about this photo of the cast of Deadwood, Timothy Oliphant is not in this photo. Mm. Oh, so uh, there you go. And not only, I mean, and you could say argue, oh, these are some of the, these are all some of the villains, I guess, of the piece. But no, because no. over on the left is no. his, his yep. friend. That's right. He's there. Whatever and the, look, the the preacher's there. The uh, yep. the newspaper man is there. Villain in real life, but in the show, lovely character. Do you think uh, is he coming back? Is he Do we know we coming know. back from his sexual assault? Charges, you mean? Yeah, it was before Deadwood. Yeah, yeah, it was before to be, Deadwood. Uh, to be in, uh, be in the Deadwood film. Yeah, yeah. Probably when uh, when he uh, it was years ago. So every time you've seen him in Deadwood, he was already a convicted sex offender. Really? Yeah. It's probably not something he likes to discuss. <laughs> yeah, it's the, <laughs> they don't put that next to his name in the credits. October's uh, looking. Hopeful at this point. Yeah, that's great. I mean, and we, this is speculative at this point because um, people noticed that the uh, the Deadwood uh, production company um, filed for a California tax incentive, um, mm. which usually means that if you file for a tax incentive, you have to start. Sh- Did that come out right? When you file for a tax no, incentive, I, yeah. No, I don't think that was the right word. <laughs> I think you uh... you have to film within eighty days or or something like that. So couple of months down the yeah. track and they're going to have to start. Could they try and do this? Mm. Apply for it, get some of that money, film for a day, and then go, sorry, we didn't go ahead with it. <laughs> Kickstarter style, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like we tried and then we realized we couldn't get half the, the cast to come back in, but yeah. we gave it a go. I don't think that's how a tax- we had to pay I don't everyone. think a tax incentive means free money given to you up front. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I have met a lot of people in my life who think that getting, you know, like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to claim all this on my tax because I did it for for my home business. Yeah. And that's not how that works. You don't just get money from the government because you spent money. Yeah. Like, that's right. Did you earn any money in your home business and paid tax? This is a claim against that tax that you have paid. Yeah, because- you could get away with it for years, and then one day they might go, we're going to audit you, and then they're going to go, you owe us a lot of money. Yeah. Because what you're doing is illegal. Got to pay tax, claim tax back. I, I mean, that's Do we have a uh, jingle for Matt giving financial advice? I, you know what? I did. It's not, and then this is, like, irrelevant, but I found this jingle just earlier when I was going through the, um, 
<laughs> through the like I was just scanning, getting this ready. Mm-hmm. I found this jingle. Technology news that Dan has a go of and really just wishes that it was better than it was. <laughs> I think we might have made that for my virtual reality experience, but I, they could pretty yeah. much be used any time I try out a new technology. I just I saw it and I'm like, the fuck is this jingle? I mean, speaking of which, I signed up to Vero because you guys wanted me to. Um, can't, <laughs> I haven't looked no at see you guys are that active on, on there. No. So <laughs> be deleting that. Forgot it existed, if I'm, yeah. if I'm honest with you. Yep. Forgot it yep. existed. You guys spent an entire episode telling me that I was a Luddite for not being on that. <laughs> Facebook? You still using Facebook? <laughs> I've posted a couple of things, but every time I go on... <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm posting on it now. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to see it. Don't worry. I will have literally deleted the app off of my phone before I've got a chance to look at it. <laughs> I've still got it on my uh, phone. Uh, it's probably going to pop up and say, oh, holy shit, someone posted something quick. Uh-huh. I'm nearly there. <laughs> I don't know how this really works. Speaking of Facebook, I'm, are we going to, does anyone uh, want to talk about the fiasco that happened this week? Sure. Or are we I, just um, sick of hearing about it from all angles? What happened? Well, I've never been a fan of Facebook, really, because it's just too fucking creepy for me. And I've like I honestly, if I didn't ha- if I didn't manage the you know the multiple nerdgasm and Facebook page and uh, a couple of others, I wouldn't I wouldn't have one. I don't think because I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't. I don't get. Why ever? You know, everyone gets seems to get like sucked into Facebook, and oh, I spent hours on Facebook today. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and people saying I'm, I have to delete my Facebook because I just yeah. spent so much time on it. It's like, fuck, man, really? Yeah, that I I can the icons on my phone. Like, I won't even I don't even open it, it unless I'm like prompted. Like, oh, I guess I should. Someone will go, oh, I posted on Facebook. Oh, did you? I guess I'll have a look then. Like, that's the only reason I, I would open it. I don't actually even have it on my phone. Yeah. Well, I, I have it. Look, I'm not so a super huge fan either, but I also don't give a shit that Facebook are um, using my data to fucking to curate ads for me. Because, quite frankly, no. I'd rather see an ad for something I want to buy than something for something I would not want at all. Um, well, several times, happen- Facebook has shown me ads that I have made, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but what I am a fan of, well, I'm you would be what I am a fan of is watching Mark Zuckerberg dangle on that hook. <laughs> and I, yeah, I just I look. Know. There was at one point the other day I was watching the live feed, and he said, "He's like, Mad- Madam Congresswoman, in order to answer your question, I feel I first have to explain to you what the internet is." Yeah, some of the questions were really bad. Yeah, some of his answers were really bad. To True. be fair, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not familiar with a shadow profile. Fuck off. All right, maybe you don't call it that in-house. You know what it is. Mm. What's a shadow profile? You Okay, so you say you don't have a Facebook account, Luke, but all your friends do. They know who you are mm-hmm. and they have a, mm-hmm. they have a profile for you even though you don't have a Facebook account and they know who Luke Alderson is. So they create one for me. And when you, it's, it's like one has you, been if, created ethereally in the gaps. Yes, and so if you were to log in one day and create an account, they'll go, oh, that's that's Luke. And then they just start showing you all the ads that they've been preparing for you over the years. So they, but because the congressperson asked just 
kid tells about shadow profiles and Zuckerberg was able to just say, ah, oh, I don't know what that is. No idea, mate. Because they probably just don't, they don't call it that internally, probably. Mm. So, yeah. And then so many things, he's just like, oh, I, I don't really know. What the fuck are you doing here? He knew that they well, actually about this stuff. Well, to be fair, he didn't yeah, want to be no, there. Of, like, it's not like he was I like, guys. It, he probably doesn't know. I, well, he probably intentionally doesn't know so he doesn't have to answer in some cases. They probably did brief him on a lot of stuff to go before, but mm. honestly, he probably isn't that hands-on with everything in that company. True, but he- not how that companies work. Yeah, I know. And then there are questions like, oh, how many data points do you have? And he was like, what? And she and this, the, <laughs> that congresswoman was like, oh, it says here there's an average of 90 data points times all the people. That's like several billion data points. Does that sound accurate? And he's like, the fuck are you talking about? But with this whole thing where they shared data, didn't the people that shared their data actually agree to share the data on the app? Yes. However, so there is so a- Then it's fine. Yes. However, it's kind of like, you know, when you, you know when you install a program and then it comes up with the terms of service and then you go, oh, fuck off, and you click next? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what they're saying. No- if you're going to do stuff like share people's personal stuff, you really need to make sure that they know about it. You can't just have it as part of the, you know, the terms. Then they that need no to change every contract in the world because no one reads any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. And also, South Park I find it hard to believe that nobody knew this was happening because we talk about it for fucking years that they do this. And then all of a sudden, oh, my God, it, they actually do do it. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Like, who didn't know? Who's posting stuff on Facebook that they don't want made, potentially made public? That's the- See? That's the mistake. I'm actually quite happy that- Well, not Facebook because I don't use it, but I'm happy that Google knows everything about me. Why? Because it means that when I'm surfing anything, they show me an ad. It's something I've searched for lately, and I go, yeah. maybe that is a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just long-legged birds deal? with it- tight holes. It is annoying, though, when it does show me an ad for something I've just purchased, though. Like, keep up, Google. Like, you know, I've already purchased yeah. it. I don't need an ad Speaking for that. Speaking of which, did Amazon, you get your- uh, Amazon does that. Did you get your bike helmet? Uh, it is on the way. Excellent. Oh, which one did you it go with? It should arrive this week. Poe or- I went with the Luke, the yeah. Luke mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it makes sense. I like I was. The there were several times in last week's- A great episode last week, by the way, guys. I really enjoyed oh, that. Oh, thanks, Matt. Um, Luke, what did you say? Couple- what did you just say? I don't remember. Oh, okay. I went with the Luke one. And then you said because... It was better? Mm. Okay. Was it? I'll let it go. I don't know. The, the listeners will work it out, what I said. I don't remember. Well, we can we can jump back in time during the edit and then replay what Luke said here just for the record. Okay. I like the white. And then that's going to do us and no good. that's what I said. And that's what Luke said. Dan? I just thought it sounded like <laughs> something that could be sounding racist out of context. And it just reminded me of... uh, (laughs) I like the white. Can we not replay that then? (laughs) Of a situation that I was in yesterday. Um, Where you're saying racist stuff. No, no, not at all. So we're um, we're just kind of positing the suggestion of of moving to a a bigger place here. And... um, we were looking at a few apartments yesterday and we were oh. in one. The realtor who was there with us said, uh, you know, actually a few people have put in uh, applications here, um, but we're really looking for profile more than anything else. And Huey was like, profile? What do you mean? 
She's like, you know, just like a, a certain type of, of tenant. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, but what? What, what, what type? What kind you, of you tenant? You mean one that can pay the rent or? Yeah, that's, you know. More specific. What are they that. looking for? And Look. then uh, so she looked at Hui and looked at me and they looked at Hui and then looked at me and said, well, um, not Chinese. <laughs> right. Honesty. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep. if you recall, Dan, uh, I think the main reason, well, there's two reasons I think we got our, our apartment in uh, Sydney mm. over yes. a lot of the other families that were there. One of them is racism. Right. And the other one is that yep. I think he thought that we were a gay couple. And and, he and was that gay. was ticking a box. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, and also he was a Wally Woofter. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, I thought he was going to be happy that I would come to visit. <laughs> that too. Mm. But yeah, I, I often think back and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm glad we got the apartment, but also I still feel a little dirty about that. Just yeah, because they true. were like. Oh, mate, we sniped that off families who were yeah. there to see it. Because he was. He was ignoring people who wanted to ask him questions in favor of showing us other apartments in the building, if you recall. Yes, he showed us every fucking apartment that was available. That yeah. was a great place and we got our pick. And, told us, yeah. and then told Why? us because we got to our take pick our pick. We had our yeah. pick of all the apartments. <laughs> so we've got some other follow-up. Got to be mm. careful here, though. Yes. Got to be very careful, actually, because one, one wrong word and we could find ourselves sued. Yes. And I've just been informed. Just now. Yes. Just now, yes. Literally, well, 19 minutes ago. Breaking news. This is, this is breaking news. Stan Lee has released a statement, a video statement. And well, let's, uh, let's hear it. If I can, I will. Have you started playing? No, 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 no. no. Sorry. Should we intro this just by saying that uh, yes. the news we're following up on is uh, our reports of last week that Stan Lee has been robbed, abused, yes. And that his blood has been stolen to uh, sign comic books. <laughs> I think that is true. Apparently, we don't know for sure. Well, saying what others are saying. No, because there definitely was suspect. Now, the guy that said that, I think it's the the issue. Stanley's got issues with the elder abuse part of it. I think the the part about the the autographs with his blood. I saw an article. It was the guy who was going to do it, and he was pissed off because he was like, everyone made it sound creepy, and it was just a nice idea. So I think that actually did happen. <laughs> just quietly. Fair enough. No What's the like non-creepy on version of that, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. What's take the non-creepy version of while he was unconscious, a guy who had power of attorney over him took the opportunity to siphon blood from him and then made a stamp of his signature and then used it to make... Blood signature comics, which he sold for a profit. See, when I've got autographs of people in the past, and you know, I've never thought, you know, what would they make this better if it was in their blood? Yeah, <laughs> but that's just me. It's because you're not literally the devil. Yeah, mm. I, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? maybe, maybe it was the devil who did it. So, all right, I've got this video here. So, so, so. There have been claims that that people have been forcing Stanley to attend shows and sign autographs, basically against his will. Right? We're not saying this; we're saying that people are people are saying this. Right? Mm-hmm. I would have a hard time believing that. There's an Stanley article because when we saw him at Supernova, 
Yes. He was making a point to stay there and sign. And yeah. it wasn't like he was being it didn't really feel like he was being forced. Yeah, true, right. but he was just at uh he was just at Silicon Valley Con yes. recently. And all of the guests came away saying he really didn't want to be there. And their pictures with him are mm. really sad. It's people smiling, standing s- either side, a very old man sitting in a chair with a blanket with a, just a deathly stare off yeah. into oblivion. There's an article here that will be in the show notes. And uh, some of the people have said, um, it broke my heart at the photo up. Literally, the photographer kept yelling his name between each person and the agent or handler kept coming to wake him up between each photo. Couldn't even stay awake. I hope you can rest after this. And then another person said, yes, it was definitely a sad photo up. It felt really awkward and we felt guilty to be there when he was obviously suffering. They had to take ours twice because he had closed his eyes and he kept making noises like he was in pain or just didn't want to be there. You know what I think it might be? I've got a theory. What's that? I think he does want to be there because he... He does love all his fans, mm. but then I think he can't accept the fact that he can't do that anymore. And then there's also the people pushing him because they want money. Well, I've just gotten another piece of follow-up from, from live from Jenna in the other room, who's apparently furiously Googling this right now. Um, <laughs> so in response to all this, uh, Stan, Kevin Smith offered to let Stanley move in with him. Uh, I saw the other day James yeah. Gunn also that was offered. very cute. James Gunn also offered to help Stan in any way possible. And uh, how about this? How about Stanley, James Gunn, and Kevin Smith get an apartment road together, trip, <laughs> and they make a reality series <laughs> set in that apartment? <laughs> that would be funny. Fucking man, I can't imagine Kevin Smith's much fun to live with. That's true, and mostly because Jason Mewes would constantly be stealing your TV and hocking <laughs> it for drugs. <laughs> He's clean now. Uh, he, He's been clean for about six years. I'm just goofing anyway. Kevin, I actually quite, we've talked about this before. I quite like Kevin Smith. I just, I'm not a fan of his films. I like him. Though. So anyway, Stan Lee has, all, after all this, and people saying that people, they've stolen his money and they're saying, oh, it's elder abuse and all this kind of stuff. Stan Lee has said, it's not elder abuse. Stop saying it. It's disgusting reporting, and I'm going to sue anyone who, else who says that it is. So we are definitely not saying that it is. We are definitely not saying that it is. We don't know. We're just we're just providing commentary on what other people are saying. We're reporting on the fact that other people are saying that's yeah, happening. We're not even reporting. This is I wouldn't call what we do reporting in any sense of the word. No, if no. as we said before, do not get your news from us. We provide commentary. I've not reported on a single thing ever. No. In we, fact, can I segue for just a sec? Sure. To just tell you one quick story. Yes. Right. You guys both know that uh, a few years ago I interviewed. Amanda Palmer yes. for a TV show that I was doing at the time. And uh, I was pretty excited because I loved the Dresden Dolls. I love Amanda Palmer. You know, I love Neil Gaiman. And I, I was just fucking excited, mm-hmm. right? And at one point during the interview, I was asking her questions and I asked her something. I can't even remember what it is now. Um, and she said, she goes, oh, that's really interesting. No, she said, that's a great question. I've never been asked that by a journalist before. Mm. And part of me was like thrilled that I'd like, you know, kind of uh, – made this impression on her in some way. And half of me was just utterly devastated that she thinks I'm a journalist. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not a journalist. Fuck. <laughs> Thought you were friends. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. All right, so Stanley's got the shits. 
He's saying it's not elder abuse, and he's apparently released this statement. Now, I haven't watched this yet. This is a couple. He did this a couple of days ago. All right. Uh, he did this eighteen hours ago. In fact, he released this statement. And actually, hi, this is Stan Lee. I just want to set the record straight about a document that I heard is floating around, which is totally incorrect, inaccurate, misleading, insulting, and I don't know how many more words I can say about it. Apparently, it was written by Tom Lawless, an attorney that I had hired for just a few days, and then I dismissed him. And he got together with someone else, and they're publishing this document, which supposedly I signed, which claims that my daughter and her friend are doing horrible things, doing horrible things to me, and I guess to the rest of the world. Well, I just want to mention my relationship with my daughter has never been better, and my friend Kia Morgan. Also, and I have a great relationship. And anybody who is saying anything negative about us, or about them suing me, or me suing them, is just spreading lies. And unfortunately, we seem to live in the sort of environment where anybody can say a lie about anybody, and it immediately gets published, and it gets transmitted. And millions of people read it, see it, and believe it. So I want to say, as definitely as I can, my relationship with my lovely daughter J.C. is wonderful. My relationship with my good friend Kia Morgan is great. We're best friends. In fact, he's ta- uh, taping this for me now. Holding a gun. There is nothing (laughs) I can say about my daughter or about Kia. I just cannot understand what would make seemingly normal people, like this attorney that I mentioned, go out on a limb with lies the way he has done and force me, (coughs) excuse me, and oh, force man, this me guy is mm, gonna to make a speech like this, for which there should be no need. Everything in my life is going the way I want it to. My friends are my friends, my daughter is my daughter, and I'm beginning to learn who my enemies are. And that's really all I can say now. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a lawyer, I don't know what I should be saying, but everything I've said up to this moment is God's truth. And remember the macular degeneration, Stan. Anyone? Oh, the hell with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah. So, not true, okay. apparently. Uh, although I did get another piece of follow-up that says apparently he has now filed a lawsuit. So, uh... <laughs> Against who? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Double check this. I don't want to. Yeah, let's uh, let's get our facts right before we report on anything. San Lee Stu's ex sues ex business manager for financial abuse, fraud, and selling his blood. 
I really hope that Stanley just gets to enjoy the last few years of his life. I do too. And that's not a threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just seems like such a nice guy. Like, I, yeah, I feel... If any of this is true, that sucks. If it's not, then it sucks as well because he shouldn't have to fucking deal with this. Like, no, he's fucking 95 years old. Like, just fucking leave him alone. Everybody, everybody leave Stanley alone unless you want an autograph and then just, you know, wake him up and uh, and smile. Yeah. And then pose. Wake him up. For the ask him if he is there willingly. <laughs> Blink twice for no. <laughs> he's so old. He's so old. He couldn't hear. How old is he? <laughs> no, he's ninety-five. Ninety-five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a last piece of follow-up before we get to something that's not old, uh, <laughs> like Stanley. Jesus. Someone at Apple listens to this podcast, or someone at the studio that that creates the content for Apple listens to this podcast. We've had this happen mm-hmm. many, many times over the years. Where we've discussed something on the show, and uh, and then Hollywood and its its brethren have run a, run off with it. All right, oh, steal yeah. their ID and give us no credit. Right now, to be fair, what have they done this time? To be fair, I didn't. I wasn't pitching this as a TV show or anything. However, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that I was reading the Foundation series by Isaac Asimov. This week, <laughs> they have announced that Apple. Is adapting it into a TV series, uh, being led by David Goya, who fuck is such a mixed bag. David Goya's fucking- David Goya. I know he really is, man. Yeah. I mean, he's done some great work, and he's done some absolutely fucking atrocious work. So I don't know how I feel about that. David Goya and uh, and War of the Worlds writer Josh Friedman. I don't know why they picked War of the Worlds. I mean, has he written anything else? Because I mean, that was all right. He didn't write War of the Worlds technically. Yeah. Oh, it. you mean the Tom Cruise movie? I assume that's yeah. what they mean. Adapted screenplay. Yeah. I mean, it's not H.G. Wells, is it? Maybe it is. Uh, Maybe it is, man. But uh, yeah, so they're adapting uh, Foundation into a TV series, which you know I'm on. Uh, cool, I guess. You know, it's a great. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great series of books. I I gave it a big thumbs up the other week. So cool. Uh, I guess I'll be on board as some kind of advisor. Uh, at this point. Yeah, I mean, at least executive producer. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm assuming that I'll be put on as executive producer on the new Dune adaptation because yes. I started reading the Dune books and now they're doing Dune. Mm-hmm. I'm in book three right now, Children of Dune. Um, fuck, they, they ask a lot of you. you. You get to really ask a lot of you. You get to work with Denis Villeneuve or however you pronounce his yeah, name. Yeah, but now I'm going to have to fucking figure out how to say his name. I'm going to work with David Goya. Mm, yeah. See, I'm fine. You don't need to give me an executive producer or anything. Just make the movies already. Mm. I'm gonna be like, I want my Robotech. Okay, David liked Blade Two, didn't like Batman vs Superman. Mm. Like qu- quite, <laughs> quite opposite ends of the spectrum. To be honest, also Blade yeah, Three, right. you fucking wrote the first two, and then wrote yeah. the third one, and then what? Fucked the third one. Couldn't even keep track of your own story, could you, mate? Yeah, too busy staring at your own arm tattoo. <laughs> But uh, I'm sure he's a nice man. But yeah, so they're apparently uh, yeah. doing it. Should be, be good. Hopefully, it's good. David Goya wrote the screenplay for Dark City, think, which is one of my favorite films. There you so go. maybe it's not him. Maybe he just he writes 
perfectly fine screenplays all the time. He just can't direct for shit, and he sometimes other mm. people can't direct his screenplays for shit. Maybe that's what it is. That was a bit harsh. True, but when he nails it, he nails it. He wrote Batman yeah. Begins for Christ. Yeah, sake. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe he needs a good director. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad now. I said he can't direct for shit. I'm sorry, David. I know you're not listening. Or maybe he is listening. Maybe that's how this happened. Oh, maybe- that explains a lot, actually. David Goya must be a fan of the show. Yeah. Well, David, if you want to get in touch, um, podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Mm-hmm. We're mnerdgasm on Twitter, mm-hmm. multiplenerdgasm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Multiplenerdgasm on Facebook. Do we have Facebook? a Vero account? <laughs> we don't. No. Maybe we'll start one if it takes off. And we but- never will. <laughs> We've got uh, a new. We've got some new stuff. Uh, I we, we've reopened the the multiple nergasm store, as in our own store on the website. We had we've had we had one for a while, and then we 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 were just doing stuff through T Public. We're still doing stuff through T Public because they've got some great stuff. But now, if you go to multiplenergasm.com slash merch, you'll get to our store, and then up at the top of the menu, you can switch over to T Public or. Um, or one of the other, you know, merch options. But on our mm, store, what are we selling? Well, if you go go and have a look, we've got uh, we've got some some t shirts still, and uh, we've also got some hats. Uh, we've got like uh, baseball caps. People were asking for hats. Yeah, exactly. That's, they that, were. That's basically the the catalyst for this was was the hats. You know, I'm I'm probably gonna get one of these. I, I must admit. Yeah, I've I've started wearing baseball caps as I've gotten old. Yeah, me too. And uh, yeah, so I think. Uh, I think I'm going to have to upgrade my arsenal to uh, include the multiple nergasm hat. Yes, we've got hats, we've got beanies, we've got uh, hoodies, which are, I mean, these they're fucking cozy, these hoodies. So You're wearing one right now, aren't you? I'm not. Aren't you? <clears throat> I'm not, because I've got the heater on the house. And I'm still in my pajamas, mm. but I would be. Uh, so, yeah, this is good stuff. And, and it gives us, I mean, this is fucking minor details but we can print stuff on the back of these which we can't do through places mm-hmm. like Public. we can do some cool stuff so uh write in if you've got some ideas for multiple nerdgasm merch you want to see podcast at multiple nerdgasm.com let us know because we can kind of just make all sorts of shit uh so you know if there's something you want to see let us know and we'll look into it if you were like well i would buy one but i wish it was x <gasps> I was about to say something, and then I've decided no, I don't want to put that idea out there. Okay. Oh, the the because the, you have a photo, <laughs> <laughs> right? Gotcha. Oh, the the little yeah. I, I you know what? While I was doing all this, setting all this up this week, I found uh, the uh, is that little Sasquatch penis shirt. So I just need to uh, get that design up to our team, and that'll be up on the store this week. Yeah, right. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? I, I did find I'm it. I'm definitely going to need that. And uh, and then, yeah, let us know what else you want. We'll get it up there. And uh, while these are all black uh, on the on the merch screen, if you click through, the T-shirts are available in different colors, the uh, the hats, uh, the hoodies. The classic blue. Yeah, the, the, the blue hoodie I think looks great. In fact, I kind of want to swap the main image to be that blue because I think that looks great. That's just that's such a nice blue. Checking it out now. And yeah, it's got our little faces on Ooh, the back. Oh, that is, that's minty. Yeah. That is minty. It's cool, right? And yeah, it's got our little faces on the back. <clears throat> yeah. Fantastic. So yeah, check it out. And then also do go to, uh, if you go to multiplenerdgasm.com slash tpublic, or if you click on the link up in the, in the menu bar, if you want to 
if you do want to check out some stuff on TFL, they've got some great independent designs uh, based on all our favorite properties. I'm sure there's probably some foundation shirts, some Stanley shirts, all that kind of stuff. And if you purchase through that link, they will support the podcast. I'll know we sent you. Oh, and hmm. uh, sorry, forgot. Uh, if you want to, if you want to support us more directly, because we don't, uh, I mean, we advertise our own shit, but we don't advertise anyone else's stuff. Uh, we, we rely on our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm.com. And for the cost of uh, less than a coffee, depending on where you buy coffee, a month, uh, not if you're Dan looking for the cheapest coffee in America, obviously. Yeah, 75 cents. Yeah. We'll, co- well you ha- kind of do have to pledge more than that, at least a dollar. Yeah. Uh, but just every month, give us uh, an amount that you think is is fair if you get some enjoyment from the show. Uh, and you, it does say per episode, but you can just say, you know, $1 per episode and then cap it at $1 a month and then you can pay $1 a month in case people are wondering if you can do that. You can do that. Patreon.com. Do that. Yeah. Patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm. All right. So that concludes follow up, uh, which took half the episode. That's fine. Yeah. This is the follow up episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't do it often, but when we do it, we do it yeah, well. We get into it. That's well, true. Technically, this is follow up. About my sex we've, life. We've talked about this before, and I do want to talk about this. Do you want to talk about Billy Mitchell? Oh, Billy Mitchell. Oh, what a dick. Fucking busted, mate. Busted. Yeah. Busted big time. I saw the video uh, where they, they kind of proved this. For those that don't know, Billy Mitchell, he, he was one of, the, one of the stars of the documentary King of Kong. He held the high score in Donkey Kong for, for many, many years and some other games. Guinness too. World Record yes. for Donkey Kong. And uh, he was the first person to beat a million points in the game for a long time. However, it's now been proven that he cheated. And uh, if you watch King of Kong documentary, probably won't surprise you to learn that he cheated um, just based on a few things. But the way that they they proved it is actually quite impressive. Um, There is a a video you you can watch on YouTube where this guy went fucking deep dive trying to prove this shit. And it's all to do with when, when a, a level in Donkey Kong loads on an actual arcade machine, the way that the objects kind of pop up into the world is different to the way that they load on an emulator. If I remember correctly, um, on the arcade machines, it's top to bottom, but mm-hmm. emulators left to right? Correct. And so they, uh, they, they slowed down the footage of Billy Mitchell's, uh, or well, a number of his winning runs, because they had videos posted of him, because that's how he submitted all of his wins, if you recall, from the documentary. He never did it live. He always submitted videos, which is already suspicious. But hold on. Guinness World Records surely don't just take your word for it. I think. They were taking the word of Twin Galaxies because Twin Galaxies is the, they're the ones that record all of it. And they do have members that go through and check it for validity. But Billy Mitchell was was a basically- Big part yeah, of it. Yeah, he like, was, you know, running part of the company for a long time. And, and mm. recently, Twin Galaxies got bought out, which is probably why this happened. Because it's not, you can actually submit a record using an emulator. Yeah, but it just. That is actually allowed now, but it has to be, there's rules around that, though. Yeah. Mm. And they've, they have wiped out all of his scores, all of them. Like, he had scores for Pac Man and some other games, too. No. Nah gone fucking disqualified so 
Mm. Ineligible for competition ever again. Yes. Brutal. But look, if you've seen King of Kong, you probably don't feel sorry for him. I know. He was a fucking knob. Yeah. Yeah, because like, because... What, who was the other guy who actually got it? Steve Weeby is now number one. Steve Weeby. Mm-hmm. Weeby. He was because like he actually did do it first, mm-hmm. even in the documentary. But then, <laughs> and he's Billy like, Mitchell how came could you went, have not made the documentary after this <laughs> when I could have won at the end? <laughs> but he's now the first because, person yeah, to reach a million. He, he is because yep. Billy Mitchell came in, got them to what not accept his score, and then he submitted one on videotape and went, "No, nah, I, I did it, yeah. so it's all good now." And then they wouldn't even show Steve the video. No, it was it, the documentary pissed me off at the time, and so I, I'm just kind of glad this all got resolved. I do remember you getting pissed off because I remember you even saying it's weird how they went out of their way to make Billy the the evil guy. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So that, that and I, I'm he actually was. I'm very mindful yeah. of you know when you watch even uh, I've t- I'm sure I've talked about this on the show before, but documentaries that I generally agree with like you know, bowling for Columbine or something like that. Fucking Michael Moore, quit the bullshit, mate. Like, you've got a, you've got, you're speaking about things that I should believe in, but you're being manipulative about it. I don't like it. Like, he does <laughs> shifty things. Yeah. Like, it undermines his message. You know, like the shot of Charlton Heston walking away, where yeah. you see him from the, you see Michael Moore from the front saying, oh, you're going to walk away from this photo of a child. And then you see a shot from behind Michael Moore of Charlton Heston walking away. Funny, I didn't see a cameraman standing on the other side of it. Exactly. It's manipulative. Don't do that yeah. shit. But that's every documentary. Yeah, it is. But Michael Moore is infamous for it. He made one called Roger and Me, which is all about the, uh, the General Motors plant in Flint, Michigan, going out of business. Mm. And the whole documentary is him trying to interview the CEO. Of oh yeah, General Motors, um, and not being able to, and he's trying to break into the building, and he's doing all this stuff, and he's trying to corner him at home, and all of this stuff. And after the movie came out, um, General Motors came out and said the, he never once came through asked our public, yeah, yeah, came through our publicity yep. department and asked for an interview. Yeah, which we do all the time. Yeah. That said, I do I do enjoy his movies. I do enjoy his movies, but you you certainly do have to understand that he has a point of view. He has a massive bias, and if you agree with him, yeah. <clears throat> then it's fine. And you know, like I said, Bowling for Columbine, I think he makes a bunch of good points, and there's a lot of good stuff in there. But uh, you know, he also distorts the truth a little bit. I, uh, just, I don't feel like it's necessary. I think you should. Dan, it's time your documentary goes up. Sure, Cyborg. Yep. <laughs> Also full of shit. Let's do it. The fuck it's all high, true, except for the fact where <laughs> the guy in that the guy in that is a fuckwit. Dead set fuckwit. Which one? Not the star. <laughs> Who else is in it? Uh, Luke is a child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the actor. You saying that guy's a fuckwit? <laughs> or you saying Luke was a fuckwit when he was a child? Just saying, Luke's oh, a fuckwit. I've just always been a bit of a it's nothing. Yeah, I've always have been. There's no depth to I'm my an opinion. Acquired taste. There's no depth to my opinion. Luke's just a fuckwit. People go through stages when they meet me. <laughs> <laughs> Denial. They think I'm sort of funny and quirky when they meet me. Then I become really annoying, and then eh, it's just Luke. Yeah, you get used to him. Yep. Because he's not going anywhere. 
Nope. You no, he's not. At your house, and then leave mid-party, and then everyone will be like, "Where the fuck did Luke go?" And then no, no, you'll see pictures of him at fucking Club Link on Facebook the next day. You'll be like, no, "Yeah, what a dickhead." With a caption, <laughs> having fun with Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a loose cannon. Listeners, I told you I was trying to hit on Wayne's cousin, mm-hmm. using Wayne to get to her. Yeah, be warned, listeners. If you if you ever do encounter Luke and you go out for a drink with him, he will wander off and uh, and disappear. Yeah, you do really need. And to then keep an and then people who don't know him as well might be like, "Oh, should we be worried about him?" And then no, don't worry. It's not fucking pointless. You worry all you want; it's not going to help. <laughs> Luke has adventures and meets yeah. new people. Yeah, it's not worth worrying. He will do whatever he wants. <laughs> I don't know how I'm alive. I really don't. I've I've gotten to people's vans and driven off. Yeah, in uh, in in Santa Monica. <laughs> yep. 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 Got really drunk at a burlesque show. Yep. Met some guys, and off I went. Oh, with I'm them. gonna I'm gonna cut off with these guys. Uh, uh, right. Okay. Where are you going? Um, I don't know yet. Okay. I'll meet you back at the hotel. Will I? Oh, uh, yep. Okay. Fine. So you know, I'm fucking blind drunk as well. I'm like, okay. How am I getting back to the hotel? I don't know. I walked. Uh, woke up in the morning. <laughs> I got spo- driven. I was supposed to go to Disney. And I'm like, you know when you wake up and you, you remember something? And then I woke up and I'm like, I remembered Luke getting into a van with a bunch of fucking weird guys in Santa Monica. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I look over and there he is curled up in bed. Oh, Thank goodness. And I- Went to Disneyland we to Disney for the Land. first time in my life with the worst hangover in the world. Yeah, no sympathy. But I went on every single ride. Yeah, even the shit ones. Yep. And there are some shit ones. He insisted. So our most recent trip to Disneyland, uh, Luke insisted yep. that I go on. It's a small world after all. <laughs> you have um, to suffer through that like everyone yeah, else. Yeah, I made Which him, I had I made him do on. it. I made him do it. So. Fuck. Yeah. Not only is it mind-numbingly boring, but it is it just irritating as fuck. Yeah. But despite rumours uh, that I had heard, I can confirm there is a Jew. So <laughs> three of them. Okay. Mm. Oh, you think they got it? No, that's the, the thing that everyone oh. always says. Like, uh, oh yeah, there's uh, there's no Jews, and it's a small world after all. Because Walt there are. wasn't into him. Yeah, he was not into them in a big way. Gotcha. I mean, if you call funneling money to Hitler and his Nazis, <laughs> not into Jews. Maybe it wasn't about that. Maybe he just thought, yeah, you know. Maybe he liked some of their other, like, stitching homosexuals together, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mm. Who knows? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt, shall we? Well, Luke made me line because up he- for uh, <clears throat> the goofy roller coaster. <laughs> And I was, he, go, he goes, yep. let's go on this. And I was like, I think that's a kid's ride, Luke. I don't know that that's going to be very interesting. And he's like, no, 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 Look, look, it, it looks fun. I'm like, all right. Yep. We waited in line for fucking, what, an hour to get on that? And it was just, yep. you know, it's just a little, Kid roller coaster. little roller coaster that uh, kind of small children really do anything special. And well, I- we lined up uh, to go on the, uh, the Toy Story ride, but uh, it turned mm-hmm. out to be pretty good. I don't think I've yeah. been on that. And actually, because, because most of the rides in Disneyland are a little bit lame, Mm. Uh, in terms of thrill rides, sure. it was probably actually the most thrilling. Hmm. Yeah, Disneyland doesn't really do the big thrill rides. It really is a whole family thing. Well, Space Mountain if you want thrill rides. You go to Six Flags and stuff. Yes, 
Space Mountain is not thrilling. It's excellent, mm. but it's mm. not thrilling. It's just it's the most thrilling best ride they have at Disneyland, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, compared to the other stuff, it's thrilling. But still, but still, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm probably going to Euro Disney next year. Oh, I am. Great. Hannah's friends getting married. Ah. And she lives in France. France. Sorry, do you say France now? France. Is that a thing we're just going to have to get used to? Yes. It's France, okay. Luke. France. France. No, France. It, it, this is uh, Luke talking on his gin and endone. <laughs> so you're just a, I've got a bit. You to announce yourself. And it now. just makes you posh. Yes. I've just got a little loopy. <laughs> One is strain. speaking with his endone and gin yes. brain on. This is Luke speaking. With- <laughs> uh, this is Dan speaking with a cup of coffee. This is Matt so, speaking. Uh, I've ran out of coffee. I'm going to have to have some more after this. Oh, man. You've run out. Oh, you mean in your cup? Oh, in my cup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's more yeah. in the kitchen. You're not, you're not doing this podcast first thing in the morning without coffee. God, no. I would have postponed no. it had that been the case. I am so happy we can record at a sensible time again. So am I. <laughs> it's 8.30 in the morning now instead of 6.30. And it's 10.30 here instead of 11.30. Yeah, much better. And it's the same for me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nothing changes Stuck for them. in the middle. So Sydney is apparently being split into three cities. Did you see this article? Yeah. So this is a city that we used to all live in and now none of us live in. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And- Sydney is now going to be split into three separate autonomous but conjoined cities. So what I want to know is, it's weird. are they still going to call the whole thing Sydney or is it not going to be Sydney anymore and there's going to be Park- Western Parkland City, Central River City and Eastern Harbour City like a Pokemon game? I believe it's going to be more similar to what they have uh, in the Philippines, which is you'll have... A city called Manila, for example, Mm -hmm. and within Mm -hmm. that city, there are smaller cities that make up Quezon City, Pasig, and Yeah, I don't uh, think you'd be able to stop calling it Sydney. No. Yeah. All right, cool. But you want to know what this is going to be like? This is going to be like uh, how we have now, since the new DCEU, uh, we know that Metropolis and Gotham are literally just two cities next to one another. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, and we argued at the time that that's not how cities work, mm. that if you are in one city and then you go north, you're just in North Sydney yes. or Western Sydney, whereas this will no longer be the case. So Western Parkland City is everything from Penrith to Campbelltown. Mm. A.K.A. That's all the Povo area. of Sydney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, as they say in just here, sort of Western Sydney, known for its fucking derelicts and shit. Yeah, they doesn't say that. those exact words. Low-income families and crime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're not. You're not incorrect. Now look, we got. Then list- there's the no Central doubt we have River a lot City. of listeners out there, and we love. We yeah. love where we came from. Hey man, just that's our hood. Just We're just yeah. never going to go back and live there. Central River City is everything from Olympic Park up to what looks like. Uh, like, Christ, what's north of Parramatta? It's like like um, Hornsby, um, oh. Lane Cove? Yeah. Well, no, I think Hornsby's going to be the the north of Eastern Harbour City, which goes yeah, seems Hornsby's to go from Sydney Airport in Moss, right up to um, Northern Beaches. Yeah, right. So what this is actually mean? Basically, what they're trying to do is to have three 
central business districts yeah. rather than one. So rather than everyone from all the Sydney suburbs just stream into Sydney City every day, mm. that- Because that is live, ridiculous. Yeah, that if you live in the West, Penrith, Campbelltown, you then, then you will commute to Penrith. Yeah. Um, yep, which is going to be more of a city. Or if you live in Olympic Park, you'll commute to Parramatta. And that means everyone's going to have to switch jobs and, and stuff or they're going to have to convince businesses to move and, and that kind of thing. But Yeah, I mean, it'll be a slow rollout over time and there might be incentives to try to... But their 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 aim is that everyone can can get to a hub within 30 minutes. Yeah. You yep. know, that if you're in Penrith, you're not when stranded. we were in Penrith and you wanted to drive to Sydney in the morning, you would have to take three hours to get there. To, if you wanted to drive to like the business district in Sydney, traffic is terrible. Oh yeah, if listeners who don't live in Sydney, uh, you the traffic is just fucking awful. Like going from Penrith to Parramatta, which on a weekend is like a twenty minute trip. If I used to drive to work, it would seriously take me an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, I used to drive from my place in Summer Hill to my work, the SBS studios in mm. um, Artarman, and it used to take me. 30 minutes in the morning and an hour and a half in the evening. Mm. Yeah, because when I worked in, uh, I worked in uh, Neutral Bay, right? It just the, the problem is- once The you, bay that stays out of it. If you need to get on the other side of the harbour, <laughs> you're fucked. Because you've either got to you go get right through the middle or of the city, it. across the harbour bridge, which is just a fucking disaster. Or, no one wants to do that. Or you've got to go round the other way, which takes forever. And public transport in Sydney sucks. Now- I was actually discussing with this. Actually, it doesn't suck. Um, with someone this week. It doesn't suck compared to other cities, I've got to say. The public transport's pretty good. There's just too many people. That's the problem. There's too many people. But no, one whoa, thing whoa, whoa. About We're life. not talking about thinning out the population, Matt. No. Okay. <laughs> just, just, whoa. <laughs> Calm down. Hi. But I'm one, just one thing that's confused me Sydney is a relatively young city. Mm. Like, there are. New York and Japan, which have been around for uh, forever. No, France. Japan's, Japan's not a city. France also not a city. <laughs> no, no, no. But but <laughs> I know that. But Paris and stuff like cities that have been around forever that are well designed, and then we have Sydney, which is built. It was never planned. Yes. So your your argument is they any city built like Paris, for example, built literally in the Dark Ages, right? Like it's they don't make than- them like they used to. <laughs> yep. They knew they knew they were going to have traffic problems when they built yeah, Paris. Yes, that's right. You know, when they built Paris, you could only get to it by boat. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you go there now, it's a lot better. It is. That, wait, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Wait, are you saying traffic in Paris is good? Luke, have you ever been to Paris? I've no it idea. It is what a I'm fucking about. <laughs> disaster, mate. I don't know. I don't go till next I've, year, so I, I'm just making shit up at the moment. Look up uh, videos of the traffic because uh, the, the Arc de Triomphe. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing that atrociously. No, no, I thought that was quite good. There's a. It's in the middle of a you roundabout. Could, you could sound a little more uh, pretentious when you say it. Arc de Triomphe. Uh, That's better. It's in the middle of a roundabout, a big roundabout, and then look up videos of the fucking traffic in that roundabout. It's it's like it mesmerizing. I just stood there and watched it. Because I'm like, how the fuck are they? Are people doing this? Like, it's, it's atrocious. I'll work it out when I go there. I'm going to drive. Uh, don't. I'm going to drive around that roundabout. Don't. I'm telling you, don't. Well, I'm going to Italy in uh, in June. Really? And now, I, when you say you're going to Italy, you're going to download. Some <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the Pirate Bay. No, I'm going to actual <laughs> Italy, so I should be able to see a lot of movies while I'm there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm planning to drive, but I've never driven on that side of the road. Um, so I don't know how I'll go. I do that every day now. The yeah. What I found the hardest was starting, like pulling out of a driveway. That was where I had to concentrate. Second, you were looking the wrong way. It was fine. but Yeah. Turning, turning corners when there's no traffic in front of you is tricky because you, at first, because you don't, you got to like, yeah. fuck which side you of the road. You don't instinctively go. go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I know when I was uh when I was last in when I went over for Matt and Jenna's wedding, I uh, when I was dropping the hire car off, I nearly had a head on with a cop. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah, Hannah was really good and just went, Luke, don't wish to alarm you, but you're driving on the wrong side of the road. And I've gone, Yes, I am. And I've just gone back to the right side, and then the cop just drove past, which was nice of them because <laughs> <laughs> they could tell you were a stupid Australian. It's because yep, he was white. <laughs> on your way, sir. Yeah. Never. Oh, never mind. Um. Yeah, I drove. I drive here on the you know the other side of the road now every day in mm. the United States. And then when we went over to England uh, in February, I drove out to from London out to Salisbury into Stonehenge and that uh, back on the. Uh, you drove into Stonehenge. Yeah. Is that what you just said? Drove to Stonehenge. Two Stonehenge. I may, I may have I'll said into. Yeah, I misspoke. Hey, Matt, can you go up to Stonehenge? No. Nah, or you can't? You, you can, uh, like, there's a, if you want to pay, you can park there mm. and you can get close-ish to it, but you can't touch it. You can't get within, I'm not sure what the distance is. We didn't, because we didn't, we didn't do that. We went to. Yeah. Uh, it, it's roped off. But what we did, right, and what right. you can do is around the back of Stonehenge is like a dirt road that comes up. At the back, and you can right. kind of you can just drive to that road and look at it from there. Exactly, exactly. And then you don't yeah. have to pay anyone. But even when you do pay, you still have to look from the car park. Yeah, they don't let you. No, it, you can't. You can't go into it and be like, "Fuck, I'm in Stonehenge." No, lean against no, it. You can't. I, I'm not quite sure how far you have to be from it at this point because I know they they maybe adjust those things. But you definitely cannot approach the stones. You have to stand back a bit and look at it. Okay, because yeah, I only remember watching it in like shows and people were sort of. Walking through them and stuff, so that's not the case anymore. No, no. no. When, when we went in, I've, I've been there twice. I went in two thousand nine, I think, and it was it was already you had to stay back, and I think they moved it further back. People were being dickheads. So. Mm. I, if you could go there, I would go there today. You know what I mean? Like if I could actually go into it, I would fucking go to England specifically to see this fucking magnificent thing. Yeah, but if it's but just going, like seeing it from the road, yeah, it's just not. Nah. It's just not the same. I mean, you can go to Machu Picchu, right? Yeah. And fucking go into it. Yeah, yeah, and walk around. Yeah. I'd like to do that. A lot of walking, though. Yeah. We talked about that, remember? We, you were going to- Mate, I was set to do it. I was yeah. so psyched. Fuck, it's expensive, though. Yeah. Not, well, probably not for me as much now, because- Oh, okay. Just... Money bags. <laughs> no, I mean, because I'm in the, <laughs> on the same fucking continent. Well, I could probably Actually, no, afford I'm not. it. Sorry. They're, they're not joined, are they? North and South America? No, they are. They are. And continents. Yeah. Continent is not a scientific uh, term anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, I think, don't worry. We had an it. argument about continents. Uh, about whether. Oh, okay. I want to weigh in on this. Go ahead. Okay. When All you think. Terms. Okay. When I say England, for example, or the UK, is that part yeah. of Europe? It's not part of continental yes. Europe. Yeah. That's my. Okay. Good. But it is co- colloquially. <laughs> People here, especially, refer like that. It is Europe. 
You know what I mean? Like England. It's not Europe. It's the UK. It's different. Yeah, that was my point of view. And then literally everybody else. Yeah, it's all the same. Literally everybody else was like, no, it's Europe. And um, Somebody told me the other day that Australia was part of Asia. (laughs) It's Australasia. Australasia, yes. It's not. No, it's not. Sure, if you're grouping into Australasia, fine. I'm (laughs) not saying it's not part of Australasia. But you can't just casually throw out things like, yeah, Australia, that's in Asia. Yeah, no, it's it's Australia. No, it isn't. It's like, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it just isn't. Yeah. New Zealand is uh, part of Australia. Mm. I'm sure they'd- They just have to accept it. I'm sure they love it when people say that. But, I mean, in terms of continents, like, mm. you could walk from South Africa, right, mm. to- to the, Canada. The, to the to the wait. The no, sorry, <laughs> say that again. Luke. No, sorry. I thought you said South America. <laughs> to the I thought you said South America. No, you could walk from South Africa to the most eastern point of Asia. I'm right? not that stupid. And then, if the Bering Land Bridge was still there, you you could walk all the way down to South America as well. Like, yeah. it's almost all joint. So the, yeah, yeah, this kind of I mean, I notion wa- of continents is a I bit misleading. I, would, I don't think I'd want to walk that far. I'd probably catch a bus. But. Well, I walked from Gladesville to Newtown once, and that <laughs> was a fucking long walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Walked from Darling Harbour home many times over the years yeah. to Stanmore. Or- what? What? Oh. <laughs> no, not- to here. Fucking not to Warwick. <laughs> to fucking Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm still. that's still a hell of a long way. Yeah. That's all right. I'm good at walking. Some of us have legs that work. Mate, I wish I could walk as much here as I did in Sydney. No one laughed at that, so now I just look like a cunt. No, no, no. I'm just like, I wish I could walk. (laughs) (laughs) I go for surgery soon. Oh, yay. 8th of October. What are they going to do to you? They're going to do something where they cut my bone and then break it and then put bone in it and then stuff happens. I don't really know. Hannah knows. She can explain it. Okay, well, let's have Hannah on the podcast uh, one night and she can like explain Luke, the procedure. Luke has, Luke All right, I'll has get become, it on for next week. Luke is becoming more and more of a child as he gets older. Yeah, yeah, and he's loving every second of it. I bet you, you either he's naked right now or he's in a onesie. Yeah. I'm in a onesie. He was taken to, yeah. according yeah. to his Instagram, he was taken to like a, a, a petting zoo or some sort of child children's <laughs> interactive exhibit. Uh, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. You well, I learned when everything. him and Hannah stayed with me recently that Luke's not allowed to um, be in charge of his own money. No. Nope. So <laughs> Luke, gets an, Luke gets an allowance that he's allowed to spend on whatever he likes, well, and it, then Hannah it, takes it, the rest of it and spends it wisely. Let's be honest. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Well, no if I have was... money, I spend it. <laughs> There's one other thing that I wanted to make sure we talked about this week because I feel like everybody needs to know about it. Um, uh, now, I fucking hate Ooh. these things, so I avoid them anyway. But, you know, the bathroom- They are the worst things in the world. Mm. The bathroom hand dryers, the, the, you know, the, the ones that blast hot air at you. Yeah. And don't dry your hands. That, well, not only that, apparently they also blast you with shit. They've done a study. Mm. And, uh, and they found that uh, there's so much- that That's how air works. Yeah. Well, in a, in, a, in a public bathroom, there's so much poopies floating around um, that when you use those, those hand dryers- that's, you know, a lot of what, well, not a lot of, <laughs> it implies that it's literally splattering, splattering you with shit, but you are getting poopy particles on your hands as you use them. So uh, do what I do. And also- Use mm. the, the paper towel. Yeah, always use the paper. Because the thing about those, those hand dryers, you don't really seem cleaned, cleaned that often. No. 
Do you know I fucking hate those ones that it's like you know you you've got to put your hands vertical and then in, and put your hands down into it and then it just fucking sprays mm. water all over you. Like what is that shit? <laughs> yeah, but at least it dries your hands. Yeah, you know what I've got in the, just- in the the shared bathrooms in the building I work in. The taps don't stay on. You've got to hold it down. So you have to wash one hand, then the other hand. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Um, One thing, I was at PAX the other week, obviously, as as listeners may know. Oh, that's right. We didn't talk about that yet. I wanted to ask you about PAX. Okay. Well, we can do that in a minute. I was just going to say that uh, over here, I don't recall this happening too much at at things in Australia, but that, that we do over here form two lines, which I think is quite nice when you use a public restroom. Uh, oh. At a convention, one for the cubicles oh. and one for the urinals. One for the, so one for the people who can pee in front of other people, and one for the people who can't. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> but I mean, the line for the cubicles is always quite long, and I'm like, who who poops at these things? Like, who- I think you will find it's a lot so much pooping as in you people don't want to use the um, yeah. Because I don't think I could. Poop. I mean, the state of those bathrooms, no. I'll wait. Thanks. Yeah, but sometimes when you got to go, you got to yeah, go. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And they don't serve the best food at these functions. So that's why I don't. I tend to. I take peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Apparently, I'm a child as well. I just realized. And you yeah. got to realize a lot of these people probably haven't left the house quite a lot, and they've probably got a pooping schedule that they're just sticking to. Yeah. Because they've got to fit it in between their raids. And that's yeah, exactly. And that's why you don't want to use. Oh, their aids. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you don't want to use the hand dryers at. Uh... These events. Yeah, I was at PAX East. Is there anything in particular you would like to know about? We're doing a wrap-up episode. That'll be up this week. Uh, so, What did you do? <laughs> what did I do? Okay, well, that's probably going to be in the wrap-up episode, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. but I want to know firsthand, what did you see? What was the best thing you saw? The best thing I saw, we bought, uh, we bought two board games uh, at this event. Mm-hmm. We bought Cursed Court from uh, Atlas Games. and We actually uh, got some friends at Atlas Games now because we, we challenged them to a few games of Cursed Court while we were there, uh, and that's a really good board game. It's a, a, like a, a betting game where you bet on the on what cards you think will appear, and then you reveal cards as you go along, and then you can kind of, you know, like uh, if you you can take over other people's bets and stuff like that. It's really it's good. It's a good game. Okay. Uh, and then the other the other game that we bought is a game called Illimat. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. It is. is it, it was because des- it had your name in it. No, it was well. Patrick Rothfuss uh, mentioned it and uh, and 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 gave it a pretty good rap. So we went and checked it out. They had a booth, and it is. Uh, do you know the band The Decemberists? No, no, I know of them. Okay, yeah, I did. I wasn't that familiar with me. That apparently one of them designed it, and it's it's very. Uh, it, it, the game itself is beautiful. It's like a, a card game, um, and the you have like a cloth board that you put down as well and then also the box is part of the game because the box re- has four se- the, this, the four seasons on each side and you rotate it to 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 adjust the way the game is played and there are also these tarot yep. cards are part of it. it's it's great it's like a really quick it's it, it's quick to learn uh, but difficult to master i guess is a good way to put it that's i think yep. that's how i put it on uh, twitter now I did see that you played Thornwatch. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, and we also watched because um, we the designers we played play like one of the first versions of that game mm. years ago. Yeah, and we were terrible at it. Mm. Yes, well, it, it's quite different now. Lone Shark had 
the actual boxes, like they, they went to the printers and picked up, I think the first 12 actual copies of Thornwatch. Like it's done, it's finished. This is the game. And so we got to play the actual finished thing, uh, which was nice. And it, it's, it's great. Like it's really cool. The, it's been refined. It's less of a role-playing game than it was originally, I think. It's, okay. It's more of a, its own kind of thing now. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Uh, you've got one person who is the the judge, which is kind of like the dungeon master, and then everyone else are players. Uh, and you can just play it as kind of like a straight up board game where you don't you don't necessarily have to get into character or anything like that. You can just play it, yep. or every card and every every everything you use as part of the game has a little prompt on it. Generally speaking, like a little text prompt um, that can help you if you want to go a bit more role playy with it. It's got you can. I do like that because sometimes you're playing with people and that going that little bit more role-playing can be fun. Then yep. you're playing with people who that's just not for them. Right, exactly. So you don't have to force that upon people, which means you're probably easier to get at games yeah. to get people to play. So I think it's well-balanced um, like that. Did you see any video games? Because I know they yeah. were announcing the final episode of The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Didn't- did you see anything about that? No, I didn't. Uh, okay. Matt doesn't like Telltale games, and he doesn't like The Walking Dead. So even if he did, he wouldn't have paid attention. <laughs> Here's to the it. thing: at E3, we made friends with a bunch of people from Telltale. So don't tell them I don't like it. Oh, I love them. I've purchased every single Telltale game at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried after after E3. I came back and I tried to play Fable again. Not don't like it. Oh, I keep meaning to give Fable another go. I was actually about to start playing it because I've got the Win 10 version, but then I've gone, no, I'm going to hold on to that because I'm going to be in hospital for a week, so I'm going to play that in there. Ah. Well, there's your review, Fable. We fucking all tried to play it, some of us multiple times. Some of us just couldn't get into it. Some of us are just maybe going to get into it in the future. Are you taking- No, I've already- I've played it twice already because I've played the Xbox 360 and now I'm the Xbox One. Are you taking your Xbox to hospital? No, I'm going to take my laptop. Take your Switch. I will be because I can get achievements on that soon. Good. Xbox, um, I can get Xbox achievements playing Minecraft. Oh, that's true. On the Switch. That's true. Oh yeah, the other thing I played is uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. Speaking of the Switch, oh. uh, which is uh, the new Super Meat Boy game made by Tommy Refines. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce his surname. Just apologies. It's just Tommy. Sorry, Tommy. Uh, yeah, he's doing that. This one uh, independently on his own. Uh, well, he has a team, but he, it, basically, I just mean Ed McMillan's not. Not doing this one with him. And it's more of a procedurally generated game than the original was. Uh, it's an like it, it's an infinite runner. You can't stop running and you have to it, if you haven't played Super Meat Boy, it's just it's fucking excellent and but it's infuriatingly difficult. And this is more mm. of the same with the gameplay adjusted slightly, so it's not the same thing. Uh it, it is different, but it, it it's familiar. Uh and we played it for I don't know, for about half an hour. It's fun. It's real fun. But yeah, it's each each level is made up of um, there are cells that contain puzzles, kind of, or puzzles, or I guess gameplay elements, and they're procedurally yep. generated into a level at the beginning. So every time you play it, it's different, but they fit together like blocks. So it's it's quite clever. Hmm, well, sounds interesting. Well, and I was a I was a big fan of the first Meat Boys. So I was planning to come with you to. Pax I mean, I hated you, it, but uh, yes. Yeah, yo, you do. Yeah, yeah. You get the shits with that game, and you stop playing for a while, and then you go back, and then you can beat that level you got stuck on first try. I f- That's <laughs> I find with I f- that game. I find I end up hating myself more than the game 
when I play it, generally speaking. Mm. I find I'm, I hate you more than the game, too. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, I was hoping to try and come to PAX East with you next year. Okay. But because um, I'm going to France, I don't think I'll be able to, but I'm still going to try. Oh. Well, please do. It's a good time. You going to France better not be instead of us going and staying at the fucking Star Wars hotel. Oh, no. We are going to stay at that Star Wars hotel. Not when it opens right away because I want it to sort of be a bit quieter. Sure. And I want to get... You want to wait till Star Wars goes out of fashion. Yeah. (laughs) But we are going to go stay there. We're going to just throw as much money at them as we can (laughs) to get the best room and experience we can. Just fucking throw money at the staff. Yay, catch! Guys, we are going to throw money at you. Just give us the best experience. You are in for a treat, my friends. Is it going to be like that time you left a wonderful tip? Or you didn't, you forgot. You were going to leave a wonderful tip for the the cleaning crew at our last hotel, Luke. He saved all his pennies. Every single coin. All your pennies. All his pennies Mm -hmm. into a little pouch. There's probably a whole couple of dollars in there. Because I I, I don't like coins and I never use them. And you thought that you thought they would. Yep. Worth a try. Someone bought themselves a couple of warheads on the way home. The candy, not illegal warheads. Yeah. If you had 75 cents, you can get New York's cheapest coffee. I can tell you where. Podcast at multimodergasm.com. God, I do feel like another New York hot dog now. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> God, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.